Glory to God. Now, don't miss the Wednesday night prayer meeting. I will be here with you that Wednesday night at 6.30. We need the congregation out as much as possible for these prayers. Of course, the last week we'll be meeting every night. Pastor Judy will be back. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't know what to do without her. Uh, you've been married all of those years. I mean, you're kind of like, where's my to-do list? <laughs> I mean, she left uh, when Wednesday morning or something like that, early, and, and I went into my daughter's room, Donna, and I said, Mom's not here. What do we do next? <laughs> Hallelujah. But she, uh, she had a big wedding. She wasn't sure, but... Uh, she said this wedding could have cost $100,000. I'm glad she did it and not me. <laughs> All of the uh, different things that each family wanted to do. And that was yesterday, so from now on, it's, it's my son's birthday today, so they're celebrating. She's able to celebrate with him out there in California, and so that's exciting. Glory to God. So. Hopefully she'll be refreshed, ready to run. We'll have to keep up with her when she gets back. Hallelujah. Don't miss tonight, all right? This is a, a, a special season, and uh, whatever you do, come tonight. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, two, 2017, the Lord gave me a message entitled, Breaking Barriers, Doing the Impossible. And as I was seeking the Lord about what to minister on for the next couple of weeks. Uh, he said, I want you to talk about barrier-breaking anointing. Bar barrier-breaking anointing. And that's what we're, you know, so many times we, we, we are in containment. The enemy has, has built strongholds in our life. And, of course, the season of fasting, 21 days, and prayer together I believe is going to break a lot of things, amen? But a barrier is something that literally prevents or blocks movement from one place to another. And folks, it's time for us to move to another place in God, amen? amen. You can shout if you want to this morning. Don't be too quiet. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So a barrier almost, and, and some of you felt that, in times, in different seasons in your life where you're not able to move in any direction. You're kind of stuck in your Christian walk. You're stuck in your finances. You're stuck in your family situation. And it seems like nothing is going to change. Hallelujah. I want us to look at 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 9. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 9. And let's look at this together. It says that <clears throat> he has saved us and called us with a holy calling. Now you have to understand that you are called and you're chosen, amen? You're chosen before the foundations of the world. Glory to God, you are accepted. I love Ephesians chapter one, praise the Lord. And uh, so we're accepted in him. It says, <clears throat> we are called with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose. And I think during this 21 days of fasting that well, it's not our will, but his will be done. Amen? It's not our purpose, but it's finding 
his purpose for us. Glory to God. And so according to his own purpose and grace, I want you to see there that grace is connected with your purpose. Amen? Grace, if you find your purpose, grace is connected and and bonded to that purpose. Hallelujah. You should have the grace to do what you're doing, whether you're working or raising a family or working in the local church, whatever God has called you, whatever your purpose is. Amen? And everyone say, I have a purpose. And it says, which is given to us in Christ before time began. Wow, think about it. That's a good scripture to meditate on. So I have a purpose. You have a purpose. Grace, as I fit into that purpose, find that purpose, that grace is there to propel me to give the anointing and whatever I need, glory to God, to fulfill that purpose in my life. Same with your life. Glory to God. God just doesn't put you out there without the weapons. The Bible says our weapons of warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. We've been blessed with every spiritual blessing already. Hallelujah. That we will ever need. So we have to stop thinking lack, lack of strength, lack of ability. That's why Paul said, I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. You're not going by your own strength and your own power and your own ability, but this is a season to connect. Hallelujah. To connect to the power source, to connect with that grace for the calling that you've been called to. Hallelujah. Amen? Praise the Lord. But the enemy's number one job is to distract us from our purpose and our calling Amen? Well, you know, you might not be called to be a pastor or minister, but you're called to be the best anointed mom and dad that ever was, or the best employer, best employee. Glory to God. See, no matter what God has given you in life to do, and you find that purpose, you do it with all of your might. Isn't that what Jesus said? Amen? Whatever you find to do, do it with all of your might, not half-heartedly. Not half-heartedly, but with enthusiasm, glory to God. Well, bless God, I'm just ushering today, hallelujah. I just got to go because Pastor Ed's expecting me to be a good usher. No, you do it because you're pleasing Jesus. Amen? He is the grace supplier, not Pastor Ed. Glory to God. Well, I'm just burnt out working with those children. Well, you, you're not plugged into the grace. That's your purpose? That's your calling? Let grace propel you. Amen. For that purpose. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So we have a purpose and a job to do. An assignment from heaven. That's powerful. Glory to God. We have it as a church here at Living Word. Glory to God. Reaching the world, making disciples. And as God's ambassadors. We are representatives of the kingdom of God. So let me ask you this. What has been a barrier in your life? Health situations? Financial struggles? Marriage struggles? Relationships? You just don't have the victory? You don't have any motivation when you get out of bed in the morning? 
I'm just here. I'm just existing. Come on. You need to plug into the power source. And I think during this 21 days of fasting and prayer, you can accomplish that. And you might not feel, you know, well, you know, just... You go through things in your physical body, depending on what kind of fast. Many of you are on the Daniel fast or Jesus fast or, or whatever. And uh, you'll go through things physically. But listen, even though your outward man, outward man perishes, what does the Apostle Paul says? Your inward man is growing on the inside. Hallelujah. <laughs> so don't pay attention to those hunger, uh, hunger pains. I'll try not to talk about food today. Pastor Judy always says, you know, Ed, every time you fast, you talk about food. <laughs> it makes me feel good. Amen? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Breaking barriers, doing the impossible, breaking barrier anointing. That's what we're entering into in 2024. Praise the Lord. So let's push in. Amen? Hallelujah. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27. Barrier-breaking anointing. It shall come to pass in that day that his burden will be taken away from your shoulder and the yoke from your neck. And this next portion, the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing oil. Hallelujah. Because of the anointing. The yoke. Those barriers. It's time to break free. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Time to break free in the things of God, doing God's business. Now, how do we do that? There's a, a, my, one of my favorite scriptures is Zechariah chapter four, verse seven. Now, we've heard a lot about the spirit of faith. We've taught it in Bible school now. Mark Hankins has been here. And uh, if anyone that that portrays the spirit of faith. It, it's Brother Mark, amen? You can say that, amen to that. And uh, so the spirit of faith is you believe and you speak. You believe and you speak. There's power in your words. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And for the most part, folks, the barriers that have been containing you can only be broken by your voice. Come on now, can only be broken by that barrier hearing you. Oh, God, deliver me from this. Oh, God, help me. God, help me in my marriage. Help me in my finances. Help me, help me, help me, help me. Jesus said that mountain is waiting for your words. Waiting for your words. And this portrays it very good. Zechariah chapter 4, verse 7. Who are you, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel, you might say, who are you, O great barrier, that's been containing me, not been able to break through, free? Maybe I have a habit. Maybe I have this or have that. Things are, are just all messed up in my life. Who are you, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel? You shall become a plain, and he shall bring forth a capstone with shouts of what? Grace, hallelujah. Grace to it, to the mountain. It's time for us to begin to shout. You've already, we've already read that scripture where it talked about our grace is connected to our purpose. 
And if you're operating in the purpose of God and you are being contained, if you've been pressured, you're not being able to grow in a certain area of your life, it's waiting for you to shout grace to that particular thing, amen, because there's anointing and there's power in that. Glory to God. Now, that capstone, it says, and he shall bring forth a capstone with shouts of praise. What is a capstone? A capstone is a finishing stone of a structure, a crowning achievement, a point, an element, or event. What God is saying there, that your weakness those containments, those things that you've been going through, God's going to use you and you will have a testimony because you will break out of that thing and you'll not only be broken out of that containment, but you'll be able to minister that to somebody else. God set me free so God can set you free. Amen. And that's going to be the capstone. That's going to be the finishing work of God. You're going to be free. Indeed. Hallelujah. Praise God. So begin to speak to those containments. Speak to those barriers that has you bound up. Grace, grace, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. There's great movement in faith. Now, another is Micah chapter 6, verse 1. Some of you don't even know where those books are in the Bible. But Micah chapter 6, verse 1, hallelujah. It says, now... <clears throat> Praise God. Say, faith always moves. Hear now what the Lord says. I love this. Hear now what the Lord says. Arise, plead your case before the mountains. Arise, get off of your butt. Oh, I said a bad word. <laughs> Pastor Judy's probably watching on TV. Get off of your behind. Arise. Plead your case. How do you plead your case? With the Bible. Thus saith the word of the Lord to you, barrier. Thus saith the word of the Lord to you, mountain. You have it. Glory to God. Hear now what the Lord says, arise, plead your case before the mountain, and let the hills hear your voice. Let the hills, let the barriers, let the mountains hear your voice. Nobody else's voice is going to move that for you. Nobody else's voice. Oh, God, move that. No, God's not going to move that mountain for you. Jesus told us in Mark eleven twenty three 23, to speak to the mountain. Hallelujah. Come on now. Speak to the mountain. Who, your voice, listen, your voice has credentials in the spirit. Doesn't say your thinking, it says your voice. You can think about your deliverance, you can think about your healing, you can think about, but until you open your mouth. <laughs> Ooh, glory to God. Are you getting that this morning? You've got to change your family, to change yourself, to change your voice is going to have to be heard. Amen. Hallelujah. 
Praise God. Jeremiah 23, 29 says, Is not my word like fire, says the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces? If you put God's word in your mouth and you begin to speak it faithfully, not just a little bit here and a little bit there, but consistently and faithfully. But, well, Pastor, I've been doing it for a week and nothing's happening. Hallelujah. God's word. Whoo, glory to God. Amen. God's word said it's like a hammer. It's like a hammer. And I like this illustration. A long time ago, I brought some hammers. You know, there's different size hammers. There's a little ball ping hammers. You can use your fingers to hit something with. Right? And then there's a carpenter's hammer. And then there's a sledgehammer. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, you might start out with a little bitty hammer. But as you keep using it, as you keep practicing, that hammer is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And it says it will break the rocks in pieces. Glory to God. Pretty soon, it will be a bulldozer that will take that mountain out. Amen? It'll be a piece of dynamite that'll blow that thing. Nitroglycerin, glory to God. Hallelujah. But you've got to start somewhere. Most people stop because they don't feel, you know, I, you know, I feel so foolish talking to that thing. It's just not natural. Well, Jesus in Mark eleven twenty, 20, that chapter there, he talks to a fig tree. Amen? How many of you ever talked to a tree? Pastor Judy, some of our buds weren't blooming right. She goes out and talks to the tree every. Come on now. Are you kidding me? That tree's going to hear Yeah, sing to it. Glory to God. That fig tree obeyed Jesus and it died from the roots. And passing by, Peter noticed well, look, Master, that tree that you cursed is dead. The very next day. And then Jesus gave them the lesson on faith. Have the God kind of faith. Now, when you begin, you're not going to feel like the God kind of faith. You're going to feel foolish talking to that problem. You're going to feel it. I mean, it's just unnatural talking to a plant. <laughs> talking to the problem I speak to my marriage in Jesus name I speak to my children in the spirit you foul devil that's causing disruption in my home I talk to you now come on now and you might feel kind of wimpy at the beginning but as you practice inconsistency lies the power inconsistency lies the power you keep doing it. You keep doing it. Keep doing it. And you don't negate what you've said with the next word. Well, I don't know if this is working. You just keep doing it. You just keep picking up a bigger hammer. You just keep doing it in Jesus' name. Because God's word will not return under him void, but it will accomplish whereto it is sent. Amen? 
Breaking barrier anointing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The anointing comes where the word of God is. And it's speaking out of your mouth. All right, let's look at this in uh, Isaiah 45, verses 1 through 3. Thus says the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have held, to subdue nations before him and loose the armor of kings, to open before him the double doors so that the gates will not be shut. I will go before you and I will make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron. I will give you the treasures of darkness and, rich, and hidden riches of secret places that you may know that I, the Lord who call you by, by your name, am the God of Israel. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. What is it saying? That as you, yeah, God, the anointing works with his word. The anointing does not work by your feelings, by your assumption. Praise God. We see that in Mark chapter 16. Jesus said, go into all the world and preach gospel, and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. In my name they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Well, see, that's a mandate to the church. But in my name. But later on in that chapter, that last portion of Scripture says they went forth preaching the gospel and the word. (laughs) Oh, glory to God. Preaching the gospel, the good news, the word of God. And God worked with them. God is waiting to work with you. Amen. Amen. Look at your hands. You're an extension of God's hands. Your voice is an extension of God's voice. Hallelujah. You represent Jesus in the earth. Amen. And when a containment, when an harassment from the enemy affects you personally, God's not going to deliver you from it. He's expecting you to speak glory to God. You have authority over all the power of the darkness and the demons. Amen. Nothing shall by any means hurt you or harm you. I remember the story by Kenneth Hagin. He, he was, <coughs> had a divine appearance. The Lord Jesus appeared to him. And they were talking. Jesus was speaking. And all of a sudden, this little demon got right in the middle of them and began to make all kinds of noise. How many of you have been in that situation where you've been talking to somebody and there's distraction. There's noise. You know, you can't hear what they're saying, whatever. Well, see, Kenneth Hagin, he, he kind of got upset because he had a hard time hearing what Jesus was saying. This little imp, this little devil was just making all kinds of noise and, and just distracting. And, and he really wanted to hear. And, and his thinking was, Jesus, why don't you do something about this? After all, Jesus is Lord of all, right? Jesus, why don't you do something about this? Finally, Kenneth Hagin got so upset, just fed up with it, he said, in Jesus' name, leave. And that devil just, whoop. <laughs> and, and Brother Hagin said, Jesus, why didn't you do something? He said, I can't. I've delegated that to you. Devil. <laughs> Jesus, get rid of this devil. Jesus, get rid of this habit. Jesus, help me, help me, help. He's waiting for your voice. 
You have delegated authority. Amen in the spirit world. And you have been putting up with containment, with barriers for too long. I've been putting up with barriers for too long. We all have. By not acknowledging every good thing with it, that is in us in Christ Jesus. It's time for us to get bold. Say bold. bold. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's time for us to move into a new dimension of power and authority in the church. In Job chapter 22, verse 28, decree. Decree a thing and it shall be established. Decree a thing. The Bible says in the New Testament we're kings and priests unto the Lord. What does a king and priest do? What does a king do? Are they subservient to the servants? Well, whatever you, no, no, no. They rule by decree. Huh? Because of the gift of righteousness. <laughs> Who glory to God. He shall reign as kings in life by one Christ Jesus. Let's be responsible and grow up spiritually and begin to operate and thrive in the things of God in 2024. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. Say flourish. flourish. It's time for me to flourish. Time for me to increase. You know, flourish means to thrive, to increase, to enlarge, to grow, to be prosperous, to abound, to spread out, to expand, hallelujah, to make steady progress to make steady steady progress. You need to be progressing in your spiritual walk. Glory to God. Amen. So you begin to decree a thing and it shall come to pass. Jesus said in Matthew 9, 29, according to your faith, be it unto you. According to your faith, be it unto you. Hallelujah. Last portion of scripture today, Mark 11, 23. I've alluded to that. But let's look at this. This is after Jesus at curse of fig tree. Do you believe the Bible? Do you believe every word of the Bible? Amen? God's word is forever settled in heaven. So, oh, hallelujah. He's not a man that he should lie. Now, Jesus said to his disciples in verse 22, have the God kind of faith. He says, for assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, you can put barrier in there, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Amen. So again, your problems are waiting for your voice. You're not going to change until you begin to speak different. Come on now. You've got to speak different than what you've been. Oh, just poor me. My family's a mess. Oh, I don't know what I'm going to do with my health, my physical situation, the doctor. Dr. Jesus says something different. Come on now. But you don't understand the banker said, no, my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Amen. I got so excited on the way to church this morning. I was listening to a, a fellow, you, you don't know him, but Dallas Holmes. And uh, he was singing a song, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or a seed begging bread. 
Ooh, that got so exciting. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. Glory to God. Hey, that's true. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. Stand with me this morning. Come on. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands. Father, we just thank you. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your word in our mouths. As we speak your word, things change. Hallelujah. Oh, there's an anointing in your word. We learn to speak your word boldly. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. I believe, therefore I speak, that is the spirit of faith. And Father, the containment, the barriers are coming off of our people right now in the name of Jesus. Sickness and disease, poverty, uh, just uh, tormenting devils has been torn. They're coming off in the name of Jesus because we're going to begin to speak the word of God with authority and with power in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Lift up your hands and praise him. Hallelujah. You have all the force of heaven on the inside of you. Come on, if you're born again, if you have the Holy Spirit, glory to God, the kingdom of God. Oh, we're always looking to all out there somewhere. No, God's right here. The same spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead dwells in you, it quickens your mortal bodies. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Say this with me. I will not be contained by any barriers any longer. I will not be distracted by the enemy. For I take authority over all the powers of darkness. And no devil, no demon will interfere with the purpose and plans that God has for me. For God's grace is connected to my purpose, and I receive it now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Father, we give you praise right now. We give you praise in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I want you to bow your heads with me. If you're here and you don't know Jesus, you've never accepted him into your heart. No way would I ever want to face what's coming ahead without knowing Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior. Hallelujah. Well, there's comfort, there's peace that passeth all understanding. We know Christ. And of course, having eternal life, we were all born into sin. And by receiving Jesus, Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. And I'm inviting you today. If you need peace, if you need strength, you need a Savior that went to the cross for you, died for you. God loved you so much. No matter how you've acted, what you've gone through, there's forgiveness. Hallelujah. Jesus died for you personally. Amen. And of course, the most important thing is that you'll go to heaven when you leave this earth. Amen. But God wants to be partnership with you. He wants you to see him as your heavenly father. I want you to pray this prayer with me and mean it with all your heart. Heavenly Father, I acknowledge that I'm a sinner 
and I'm in need of a Savior. Lord Jesus, thank you for going to the cross and dying in my place. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, I receive your Son, Jesus, as my Lord and my Savior. Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my life. In your precious name, amen. Hallelujah. If you said that prayer this morning, tell somebody, share that. We have also at the uh, experience table in the back, we have a gift for you that will help you on your way. Amen. As a disciple of Jesus Christ, we love you. Glory to God. Come back tonight at 630. And I believe we're just going to see the Holy Spirit move in a mighty way tonight. Amen. Glory to God. Get ready. Get ready. Hallelujah.